Hi, I'm Doug. And I'm Emmy Joe from the New Zoo Review. And, and we're, we're the, the next, next guest on, on On Screen and, and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. And we are back once again for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 659 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we take you back to your childhood, or many, some of your childhoods. Uh, we are going to be having... Doug and Emmy Joe from the New Zoo Review. They're going to be joining us, and we're going to be talking all about that, the beloved series that uh, people were watching, and uh, that's coming your way in a few minutes. Doug and Emmy Joe from the New Zoo Review coming up on On Screen and Beyond. And we've had a lot of things going on, a lot of uh, different movies, uh, you know, sort of getting started. Uh, they're well, hopefully they're going to settle this strike with the actors. Uh, we'll get that uh, going our way, and then they'll jump right into getting things going. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of things coming our way, and they're preparing for continuing in just uh, a little bit, hopefully. And uh, also, the uh, merchandise for On Screen and Beyond podcast. You can get your merch with t-shirts and uh, sweatshirts and hoodies. And also you can get uh, all kinds of uh, mugs and glasses and uh, hats and things like that. Just go to onscreenandbeyond.com. And at the top of the page, on the home page, there's a button. And it says... Uh, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I changed it so many times. Uh, it, uh, I think it says uh, On Screen and Beyond Merchandise. You just click there. It will take you right to the site where you can uh, look through. When you get to the site, there'll be three emblems. Now, we have uh, three different designs that you can get. The new On Screen and Beyond emblem, a logo, and uh, with no background. Then you can also go to the area that has the New logo with the blue burst uh, background on it to put on uh, the different items that are available. And you can also get the classic On Screen and Beyond logo. So there's a lot of different choices there. Then you can go, you click on those and it takes you to the different types of uh, things you can get, clothes or hats or drinkware. And you click on that and then you can get uh, the different places where, you know, the different things that we have uh, stuff on. If uh, you also, if you, if there's a, something you'd like that you can, uh, would like something on with the uh, On Screen and Beyond logo, let me know at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and I can always add more things. Things. Uh, so, you know, anyways, uh, just check that out at uh, onscreenandbeyond.com and On Screen and Beyond merchandise and uh, get some uh, logos of On Screen and Beyond and things like that on all sorts of stuff. So uh, hopefully everything's all working on that good and uh, we'll, uh, you know, have it have some nice things for the holidays if you want. Well, like I say, we have a full schedule of things coming your way, so let's get right into it right here on On Screen and Beyond. It's time for remakes, sequels, and prequels on On Screen and Beyond. 
Remake, sequels, and prequels, Titanic the Musical floats onto the big screen on November 4th, telling the story once again of the doomed ship. Brie Wilson returns with Samuel L. Jackson on November 10th in The Marvels, and December 15th, Wonka once again brings us the story of Willy Wonka, and you can dive into Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on December 20th, and you can catch Tina Fey and John Hamm in Mean Girls on January 12th. That's it for remake sequels and prequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's sit down and take a look at what's coming your way as upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, George Clooney will direct Joel Edgerton and Colm Turner in The Boys in the Boat. Now, this is about the 1937 Olympics in Berlin and the University of Washington's rowing team. And uh, a family film called Holiday Twist with Sean Astin and Kelly Stables slides into theaters on December 1st. And Netflix will be getting an animated musical from Alan Menken. It's called Spellbound. Okay. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Movies and TV on DVD and streaming, well, it looks like Stand By Me gets the 4K Ultra HD Steelbook treatment on December 5th. November 21st, Oppenheimer will blow up on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. October 31st, get into the holiday spirit as Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas comes to digital and DVD. And the Expendables Steelbook Collection explodes onto 4K Steelbook, Blu-ray, and digital on November 21st with all four films and the 60th anniversary edition of Roger Corman's The Terror arrives on Blu-ray and DVD on December 12th and it has a double feature with The Little Shop of Horrors. That's it for movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and entertainment time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Bernie Coppell. I'm on On Screen and Beyond. This is Chaos with Don Shushia. <laughs> 
TV and entertainment time, NBC will have a new series with Zachary Quinto as a medical show called Dr. Wolf. And CBS will be showing season two of Yellowstone. Starting on October 29th, season two will be airing due to the impressive ratings of season one that has been playing, you know, to recently. But the, because the seasons are so short, they don't have a lot of, uh, you know, things that they can do. And they're showing two at a time sometimes, so they're going to go through them pretty quick. But uh, they've got a couple of seasons they can go through. And uh, Yellowstone is going to be coming back uh, with season two. So uh, who knows? They may even show three, depending how things go. We'll find out. And on the sad note, just after we released last week's show, uh, Suzanne Summers was announced that she had passed last week. And also this past week, Burt Young of Rocky fame, and also past guests here at On Screen and Beyond. And if you want to get a chance, you can go back in our rerun section, and you can find that with Burt Young, and you can hear Burt telling his story of getting into acting and all those things and being in Rocky and all that. So you can check that out. And he passed away at the age of 83. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to sit down, and we're going to talk with Doug and Emmy Joe from the New Zoo Review, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we look back with our guests at a show that from 1972 to 1977 was in syndication and continued on the air through the 90s and even beyond. The show dealt with relationships, feelings, bullying, and more. Both our guests starred on the show, and one co-created the show. It's Doug and Emmy Joe of the New Zoo Review. Doug, Emmy Joe, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so much. Thanks, Brian. You know, this is a show that a lot of kids grew up with. I mean, this is something that is deep in their hearts. They remember this all, you know, as they grew up. And and how does it feel being that you uh, affected a gen, you know, more than I say a generation? I mean, it's not just the people who were in the seventies; it's the eighties, the nineties, and it just continued on. How does it feel that you know you were so involved with a show like this? Well, we just didn't realize the impact the show had had on so many millions of children. You know, we we just thought that it was entertainment for them and we good lessons and then they just we just had no idea of the memories that they still have and and what it meant to them. So, it's really been very very rewarding because our daughter, you know, um actually started the Facebook page and we have just had so much fun meeting our new zoo kids who have all grown up and finding out what they're doing, how many kids they'd have, what professions they're in. And it's, it's just wonderful. We feel like we are, are not a fan club, but a family. Yeah. 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 And uh, just looking back and uh, as I was creating it, Emmy Joe's right. I had no idea that that theme song would be still being sung by 
<laughs> hundreds of kids and all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And now, now, Doug, this question is for you for as far as creating it. Uh, yes. How did you come up with the idea? Now, you co-created this with, um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head who it was. I, I don't remember. Barbara, was it Barbara? Yes. Um, well, actually, my my mom worked in a toy store in uh, Whittier, California. That toy store was owned by Barbara Atlas and her husband. And she had a beanbag frog, little nothing frog named Freddie. And she named him Freddie. And uh, she was asking my mom one day, listen, I, I want to try to build a TV show around this little beanbag frog. Do you know anybody who could help me? Well, I was a playwriting major at Cal State Fullerton at the time. And, and my mom, being a good mom, said, you know, my, I think my son could help you. <laughs> Why don't you meet with him? And so I went in to meet with Barbara. She showed me the frog and said, can you build a show around this? And I said, well, I, I'll give it a try. So I went home and uh, that night I composed a theme song, believe it or not, right there on my guitar. I sketched out the set, some other characters I thought should be in it. And I went back and presented it to her and she said, I really like this. <laughs> so so uh, that's how really New Zoo was born. Wow. But how do you go from you know, coming up with this little idea and then moving it to being a show. I mean, you know, know, did you call somebody up and say, hey, we want to make a show? (laughs) It was kind of magical, really, because uh, Barbara, owning that toy store, knew the owners of Mattel Toys Ah. uh, uh, in Hawthorne, California. And so Emmy Joe and I played all the parts and we sang the songs with my guitar. She played... Uh, Emmy Joe and Charlie. I played Doug and uh, Freddie and Henrietta in a falsetto voice. And we were doing a review, R E V U E. So we had a, she arranged, believe it or not, a live audition on, sta- on their stage that they had. And uh, Emmy Joe and I went in there and we did our best and laughed and sung songs and. <laughs> And uh, at the end of the audition, there was just silence. Nobody said anything. <laughs> and uh, it, it was it was quite uh, quite an experience. Wow. Now, Emmy Joe, how did Doug? I presume you weren't married at this time uh, yet, were you? No, no, no. We were. I think we were engaged. Okay. So how did he drag you into doing this? <laughs> Well, he didn't have to drag me. He asked me. And I was a, you know, have a very strong background in theater. And I was excited. I thought, well, this will be fun. And um, so it was just, it was always the two of us. And it was tons of fun for me to see the creative process that he went through. You know, just like the characters. Charlie was originally a giraffe. And then Doug realized that costuming would be a little bit of a problem. So he made him into an owl. Mm -hmm. And then his name was actually Xenophanes Zoo. And then he changed it to Doug. But it was, you know, so it was really fun for me to just see it all come together and and I was thrilled. We we actually were very close to all the cast members and uh 
it was just a great experience all the way around. Yeah. Now, you mentioned the cast members and Charlie, you mentioned Charlie the Owl. And uh, Sharon Baird uh, was yep. actually a guest here on my show uh, probably, I think it was a year ago or something. I was doing yeah. a, a special on Sid and Marty Croft shows, and uh, we had her as a guest. And uh, it's so it's interesting that the, we have a connection. <laughs> well, yes, she was amazing. I mean, all of the cast members, really, we had, they were just amazing. But Sharon was, it was especially wonderful for me because I had watched Sharon on the Mickey Mouse Club mm-hmm. when she was little Sharon. Yeah. And I was just thrilled to be on the same soundstage with her. Now, were you the you the two of you instrumental on picking out the cast members that you had on the show, or did that just uh, somebody else take care of that part? I don't remember, Doug. Do you remember that? Well, that yeah, we were, we were we uh, uh, in every meeting and listened to every audition, and you know, as we all put it together, and even were were able to go to the Croft Studio to make sure the expressions on the animals were right, and so I was very. Uh, very involved with with all the creative process, so it, that was a a really really fun for me. I mean, it really has been Doug's creative impulses that have made the show what it what it became and what it still is. I mean, he wrote the theme song. He wrote over six hundred songs for the show. Wow! All the storylines and. Um, it's it's really something that's his, and I'm just very fortunate that I married the right guy at the right time. <laughs> but but you were so both of you were so enthusiastic on the show, and uh, the characters, you know, they like you say Sharon Baird. I mean, she had been in so many different shows. Wearing mm-hmm. costumes all the time, <laughs> and yes. she must have she she must have sweated you know fifty pounds every time she wore a costume on a show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me tell you, Brian. You know, we did musical numbers, and uh, eventually we got to where uh, our director wanted us to do the musical numbers all in one take, and w- where we had the cameras were switched live between three different cameras, and so. You know, the playback would start and the characters and Emmy Joe and I would be dancing and doing dialogue in between the dances and the songs. And five minutes later, cut and the heads came off and it was like they were drenched. It was exhausting. I know, and no. they, were, they were real troopers because, I mean, it, it was exhausting work for them. Yeah. And they just they um, just did a did a wonderful job, and of course Larry Thomas, who was in Henrietta's costume, mm-hmm. was one of the premier dancers in Hollywood, and uh, we were very fortunate to have her on our show. Yeah, wow! It's I mean it's just incredible. Uh, and now one of the other things I was noticing as I you know because it's been a long time, but I was going through my research and Chuck Woolery. Mm-hmm. Was Mr. Dingle? <laughs> yeah. How did he end up on there? I mean, he was you know Mr. Game Show. <laughs> well, believe it or not, we gave him his first acting job. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, that was I think the first thing he was on in television, and he did a wonderful job in the first season as Mr. Dingle and just transforming himself into a, a the older postman that comes in and wrecks his bike every time he comes on set. But uh, it, it was so fun. You could hardly keep a straight face when he came on. 
<laughs> I mean, this sounds like a labor of love that you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really was. It was a, you know, Doug and I, we love kids. So it was a natural show for us to do. And we it's wonderful to work with such a compatible group of people. Everybody, the grips, the people um, on the set that really made things work technically. Everybody was helpful, had a great attitude, and we just sailed through it. Yeah. Looking back, it was really quite a quite a miracle it even yeah. got on the air. <laughs> when you think about it, that Doug and I were just two green kids. I mean, we were both very experienced in theater, mm-hmm. you know, training a lot of training in that area but we hadn't had a lot of professional experience so it was a a real gift wow yeah yeah just learning that you know a a video camera is very different from playing to the back of the house in theater (laughs) you know you gotta you gotta let the camera do the work uh, on tv (laughs) yeah hi folks i'm ray stevens and i'm on on screen and beyond and I was looking, and it was incredible, some of the guests that you had on this show. I mean, you had Henry Mancini on the show as a guest star. Oh, Brian, that was a thrill, you know, because being a composer, I, I was just thrilled to, to meet him. And so here I was, you know, 24 years old, uh, sitting in a rowboat on Freddie's Pond with Henry Mancini. Wow. <laughs> And and uh, I I said, can I ask you a question? And he said, yeah, sure. And he said, uh, he said, what do you recommend for you know a composer like myself? He just said, keep writing. <laughs> and <that> was, mm. <laughs> yeah, wow. And 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 now I'm going to go through a few other people that you had on the show that uh, maybe some yeah. of our guests don't know. But you had Jim Backus, who was Mr. Magoo, and he was on, of course, Gilligan's Island. You had Jess White, who everybody probably remember as the Maytag repairman. Uh, yeah. June Lockhart from Lassie, Lost in Space, Petticoat Junction. And she was actually a guest here, and she was in a movie that I wrote and uh, she she did the voice work anyways a long time ago <laughs> and the movie was released just the three two three years ago but uh oh, richard dawson what, what movie was that was that the your bear movie yes how'd you know about that <laughs> it oh, was listen brian i do research too and <laughs> yeah. i i watched the trailer of that and it was just charming yeah it's you know it's a little it's uh four kids and everything and uh, so i i know the experience that you've gone to not to the extent that the popularity you had but uh i you know did do some um uh character shows before we made the movie and i <laughs> wore the costumes at festivals and things so i know how these people sweated when they were in there oh yeah and yeah, i wrote the music and things like that so I, I i can feel you know the excitement that you had for doing this because it was you know something that yeah. uh, is quite an experience well you're to be commended on that movie because yeah i know how hard it is to get something like that produced yeah. <laughs> especially now on the other side yeah, oh yeah 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 and uh, you know now it's it's uh, it came out on dvd and it's also i think on uh, V and Tubi and those things that, you know, you can see for free now. So uh, wonderful. It is, it is out there. Uh, but Joanne Worley, too, you had her. She was a guest yes. here. We had her on. Uh, so oh, she, I could not keep a straight face with her. <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. Yeah. How, I mean, you know, here you are trying to be 
not real serious, but still be a, a, a you know somewhat serious person on the show. And you got Joanne Worley. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. know, that would be like having Robin Williams. You know, how can you not laugh oh. at this person? You know, exactly. Oh, well, and we had Richard Dawson on there. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so. Incredible. So, were you involved with who you were getting for guests, or you know, were you doing any directing on this, or what was mm-hmm. what after? I mean, you know, let's face it, you created it, you wrote it, you uh, were you know, live, being live with the characters on there. Uh, were you also directing it? No, not at all. The, they were brought in uh, because. <laughs> Well, I, I was having a baby. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that takes that yeah, takes priority. <laughs> well, our first our first child was born that season, Joanna. Though actually, uh, Joanna's the one that started our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I couldn't really be in any shows for a while. And that's when they brought in all the guest stars. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. That did, so so did you did you have any say with who was coming on, or did you have a uh, uh, casting director that did that. Yeah, you know, we had a casting director, and you know, I was so busy, Brian, writing the songs and the stories. And <laughs> just, I know how did you, you how know, did you do it all? <laughs> you know, being in the studio, I played guitar on all the tracks, and I mean, it was uh, you know, it was quite a quite a job. So I had my hands full, and I, <laughs> I and I, as I've really learned now that I had my own production company, you have to let people do their job. <laughs> you can't micromanage. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say after after some point, I mean, you know, if you're in front of the camera and you're writing it and you're composing the music and everything else that goes involved with these things, yeah, at some point, you know, not that you couldn't do it, but it's like, okay, you've got... <laughs> Your yeah. hands are full. <laughs> yeah, and you know what you're doing. Do your best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just... Now, would you think that something like this could work nowadays? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we hear from our new zoo kids, the ones that grew up on the show, all the time saying, mm-hmm. God. I wish that we had a show like this now. I wish we had a show that I could put my grandkids in front of and go in the kitchen and put her around in there and not have to worry what they're going to see on TV. And so I think this is the perfect time for New Zoo to come back. Not necessarily with us, of course, but maybe an animated version. I mean, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of possibilities, but I definitely think that it's a needed show. I'll yeah. tell you, Brian, I think that the the concepts that we uh, talked about are evergreen. I mean, I think they're probably maybe even more applicable now to society than they've ever been. Exactly. You know, I think that shows that deal with kindness and respect for other people um, are, are just so important. You know, Mr. Rogers was really good about that with his show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think those are timeless concepts that bind us together as a culture. And um, I think we can all benefit from that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just to the point that, you know... There aren't shows like this anymore, uh, you know, or there may be some, but there, you know, none of them, none of them have reached the peak that you had. You know, if there are, there may be some. I mean, I'm not watching, you know, all the, the little, the yeah. little shows that are on uh, Disney, 
whatever they call it there, the, the kids shows and everything. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, they need to have this because kids need this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and they, they need to be allowed to be kids because that's for sure. That, that's what uh, I, I tried to do in the writing. And uh, I didn't want to talk down to the kids. I wanted to talk with the kids and, and, you know, have the animals be a role model and Emmy Joe and I be a role model. And mm-hmm. we weren't right all the time. We, <laughs> we made mistakes. The, the characters Char- made Charlie mistakes. Charlie would be sure to let us know if we made a mistake. <laughs> So, but but the point is, is what we all got along and uh, treated each other with kindness, respect, and dignity, and and uh, that that was the the crux of the show. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. yeah. there was just an innocence about our show that resonated with children mm-hmm. and still resonates today. Yeah. So. Um, I, I, I'm I'm thankful that we were able to do that and and see the legacy that that particularly has created. I'll tell you, Brian. We had the we're fortunate enough to uh, go to Comic Con in San Diego, and that's when we really saw the the impact with just all the people coming up to the booth and saying what an impact it had on them. Mm-hmm. Now, children. Are, are like little computers. Everything that they hear, everything they see goes into their little minds. And it's been really amazing to hear the stories of these grown men and women who are now in their 50s and some of them even 60s. And, and, and they've told us that some of them have had abusive childhoods. Some of them were very sickly when they were young and spent a lot of time in the hospital. And, and um, just to see the impact that the show has had and the memories that they have of us as being their substitute. Some of them thought of us as like an aunt and uncle or a substitute kind of like parents parents yes sometimes i'm sure yeah and it's just something that we didn't realize at the time so it's been a lesson for me to be very very conscious of what i'm projecting to young children because it's all going in their heads everything yeah now when you went to comic-con and you'd got your booth and everything did you have any inkling that so many people would be so excited to see you. No. <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. We had no idea. And our daughter kept telling us, Mom and Dad, I don't think you realize what's going to happen when you get to San Diego. And she was right. Hmm. It, it was it pretty, it actually was pretty overwhelming. I think I spent most of that weekend in tears, honestly. Wow. Just meeting, meeting these wonderful people who had grown up on our show and were now adults. And so there were a lot of hugs and a lot of tears on both sides. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Now, when you were on the show, take us back to that time. Um, it wasn't live, so you could make retakes and everything. But can you give us an example of it? Because it had to happen that you had some mistakes, bloopers, things like that. Can you give us a few of those? Well, I mean, actually, we were so regimented, and 
like Emmy Joe being in theater learned every line. She did all of hers from memory. I, on the other hand, relied on cue cards. And yeah, there were there were mistakes, but we we tried to do everything as quickly as we possibly but I do, could. I do remember. I do remember when we would crack up at something. Oh yeah. Because some of our, you know, cast well, like Hazel Shermit, who played Henrietta, and and uh, was it Bill Calloway? Bill Calloway. Oh my goodness, he he was the voice of Charlie the Owl on the last three seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes we just and Henrietta. Oh my goodness, Larry in that hippo costume was so funny that there were times. Maybe Doug didn't crack up, but there were times when I just lost it. It was so funny. <laughs> well. And there was a definitely Bill Calloway as Charlie. He would all of a sudden ad lib something, and it, it was so funny. And I know the kids didn't get it when they because we left it in, but the adults got it. So we really had a little bit for adults as well as kids during this show. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Now, are there any things that you have going on, any plans for any type of renewal of the show or anything like that? Well, you know, we've been looking at a lot of, because of the reaction we've gotten, we've, I met an animator uh, online who grew up with our show and just loved it. And uh, we kind of got together and we did an animated version of the theme song. I don't know if you've seen that on our Facebook page, but it's, just charming and everybody just loved it and uh so we're looking at you know bringing it back like that yeah or you know in some way and i'm also working on some other shows that i've created um and now that we're we're kind of back out there i i'd like to see what other things i could create so we're 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 going to be trying <laughs> wow that's great i'm sure you know like you say all these people who grew up with you you know, they've got kids and grandkids and everything else. That, and, you know, if, if if it popped up, they'd say, oh, got to sit them down and watch this show for sure. <laughs> yeah. They absolutely would. There's, there's no question about that. But we've definitely got an audience of, of, of people who love us and we love them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. I want to finish up with one final question. Yeah. Taking us away from everything you created, all the joy you brought to people and everything. But when the two of you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? What do you enjoy watching? Oh, my goodness. You're going to just laugh <laughs> when I get this. But, I mean, we watch, we watch a lot of sports, I'll tell you that. Yeah. We watch a lot of football and baseball and um, it's just crazy shows like right now we're going through the amazing race and we watch, have you ever seen the amazing race? Yes. Yep. CBS. Yep. yep. We watch that. And uh, another one that we really like is, um, alone. Have you seen that one? <laughs> it's kind of like driver where they put people way, way, way out in the wilderness. And the one that yep. lasts the longest Wins a whole bunch of money, and I find that show very. And they have different versions of that, isn't there? Alone Alaska, and then Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Some of the wonderful ones that I still enjoy watching, and we just laugh are is Carol Burnett. Oh yeah, and 
the Jackie Gleason show, I Love Lucy. I mean, that was so thrilling for me as we did our first season at Desilu Studios. Oh, wow. Wow. In, uh, in Hollywood. So uh, I like those old classic shows that are just funny. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have to be nasty in any way. They, they just were funny. <laughs> the yeah. characters were funny. And, you know, it's funny. One of our grandchildren, actually, he's our oldest grandchildren. We have 11 grandchildren, and Jason's the oldest. And his favorite movies are John Wayne movies. So he'll call and say, hey, can I come over and watch a John Wayne movie tonight? So I think, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And really, and we, we brought up our kids uh, loving musical comedy, you mm-hmm. know, because Emily and I just love musical comedy. That's what I wanted to write with New Zoo Review. But uh, all of the old musical comedies like Oklahoma and My Fair Lady and Camelot, you know, those kind of magical things are not there anymore unless you go back in the archives. Yep. And, our, and particularly our granddaughters yep. love to watch those musicals and Doug will make popcorn and we'll just sit around and watch watch one of the old musicals and they just have a blast. They enjoy it. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, I, I cannot thank you enough for joining us. Uh, this has been so fun hearing about the things that you went through to get the show on and everything else. And uh, I uh, really do thank you for joining us here. And, and we appreciate you inviting us. And I just might mention that um, our Facebook page that our daughter started is the New Zoo Review. And that's the same on Instagram. There are other news who review things that people have started but they're not we don't have anything to do with them if people are looking for doug and emmy joe's official page it's the news who review so i just wanted to throw that out there Great. yeah you know brian it's been a pleasure yes we just sure enjoy has. reminiscing and talking with you and i really uh, you know so thrilled to talk to you being a writer a composer yourself and you know, I think you had another movie out there too, another show beside the your bear one. There's been a few low budget things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're they're all from the heart, and I I really respect you for that. Well, well, thank you, and and like I said, thank you so much for joining us. You're sure. so welcome. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And there they are, Doug and Emmy Joe from the New Zoo Review. Doug was the one who co-created that show, and Emmy Joe was uh, one of the stars. And, of course, Doug was in there, too, as one of the stars, along with the characters, the cast of characters, and all the guest stars they had. Uh, just an incredible show that uh, you know people have loved ever since the 70s when it started coming out. So, uh, hope you enjoyed that one. Tell a friend about that episode and uh, you know have them join in the fun. And also, if you want to get in touch with me, you can get in touch with me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Love hearing your suggestions. Love hearing from you. And now, once again, I want to remind you that you can get uh, merchandise with the On Screen and Beyond logos on them. We have uh, three different choices of logos that you can put on different uh, different things, shirts, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, the works, and also you can get, uh, this is men's and ladies also, and uh, we have ladies plus sizes and everything, and also uh, hats and drinkware, 
like uh, mugs and uh, beer beer mugs and everything. So uh, check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com. Go to the top of the homepage and you'll see the uh, link that says um, uh, On Screen and Beyond Merchandise. And you can click there, get yourself some uh, On Screen and Beyond Merchandise. Be a good thing to have for the holiday seasons. And that's it. That is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. But uh, hope you'll join us next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond. Take care. Mm-hmm.